You're listening to the Just Jazz and Co podcast, the show where you hear the how, why, and what of ambitious careers with me, Just Jazz, and many guests. I'm a multi-passionate, wildly ambitious lover of tea and R&B. I'm also on a mission to guide more high achievers to the careers and lives they deeply desire through coaching. Yep, you heard me. Desire. No shame or secrets about it. Here, we boldly embrace ambition by owning, being, and doing more in our careers. And in each episode, we break down the barriers to creating something that will make you and everyone you know step back in awe while keeping it simple. So what are you waiting for? Let's dive into the episode. I want to start this episode by saying happy holidays, which might feel a little bit bizarre, depending on when you're listening to this, but I am recording it sneakily just before Christmas. I wanted to release this as the first episode of season four of the podcast, but I'm also recording via video. So you may be watching this on LinkedIn, on YouTube, or wherever you are tuning in to this I wanted to have a little bit of a 2022 recap now I know I'm only halfway through December at this time um but I did actually take some downtime I'm recording this in my downtime that I've taken over uh November slash December while I got married um and just genuinely took a little break from the forward-facing part of the business for the first time in the almost quite literally almost as in January (laughs) um five years that I have been running it and it was so interesting because one of the things that I decided to do is just go through my archives so my google drive right so this isn't like some grand like blow the dust and cobwebs off of a book harry potter type space it is literally a little cave of uh my google cloud where i was able to just find so much and i remember doing it getting up early on the morning and having a cup of tea just like i do today and went through and one of the most magical things that i saw was my first ever imposter syndrome workshop slide deck and notes and materials and research and when i think about that jazz and that jazz was definitely like circa 2018 right at the beginning to the jazz today, to the workshop today, to how many people I've been able to impact even just around that topic alone. It was just such a heartwarming moment. And I know that many of us high achievers, we don't take the time to smell flowers, to give ourselves flowers, to acknowledge how far we've come because we are so laser focused on um, the next thing right and the next thing and the next thing and I think that's one thing as I approach the fifth year of running this business realizing that I have never truly taken time off properly I've maybe taken two weeks off here there to to travel with my now husband um but just taking my foot off the gas and recognizing that things won't fall apart um and they don't uh, and one of the things that I found in these archives were actually my quote-unquote lessons learned from 2019 so yes that magical pre-pandemic year gearing up for so 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 much um and it was so interesting because many years later when I look at this list and it's a bullet point list of say about eight or nine things it still makes total sense to me. It's still very much the lessons that I have learned in 2022 and I'm continuing to learn and actually stepping into that space of uh, screaming from the rooftops, to be fair. 
Um, but I wanted to share this because I wanted to kind of speak to the person who's feeling a little bit of angst around 2023 planning and goal setting and five-year plan, 10-year plan, 15-year plan. And the reality that actually for the first time in a while, while I do have a strategy around my business, around my coaching, around my mission there, and I do have a plan um, in terms of personal goals, I'm really, really working to have them be loosely held. And I want to stay open to what my career, my life, my relationships, my experiences will teach me in this new year. And more than anything, I wanted to remind myself that I don't need to reinvent the wheel. One of the things that I always say is that my biggest job, our, our job in life is to become more and more ourselves. And to that end, when I looked at this bullet pointed list, it made sense to me because it's mine. It made sense to me because it was my lived experience and still is. It's my wisdom and still is. And ultimately, it is in many ways unchanged, regardless of what I go through going forward. I hold all these things still to be true it's just that I'm relearning it over and over in new circumstances in new seasons in new spaces right but there's just so much that you know and I see this in coaching there's so much that if we were to pause to condense the wisdom if we were to pause to just encapsulate it to gild it to emboss it in in somewhere within our lives so whether that's a sticky note on the mirror in the journal or just having that conversation to say actually as a friend let's sit down and I'd love to share the things that I'm learning about myself do a voice note to yourself however you do it I want you to take a moment to gild the wisdom that you have gained even if it's this year or maybe over the past few years right go through your calendar go through your messages go through those voice notes that turn into podcasts even though they were meant to be like a quick note to a friend right because I want you to mine that for for the jewels and the gems that are very, very likely to carry you through, right? And I might encourage you to do this yourself. You're more than welcome to do this with me in a coaching session, right? A lot of coaching is that. It is pulling to the surface all of those gems that will then carry you through. And it's not about, a lot of people think coaching is about me telling you what to do. And I get that because you come to a workshop, you maybe listen to a podcast, uh, you watch a video just like this and you think Jazz has got lots of advice and she's got lots of affirmations and top tips and stuff like that. But everything that I share is something that's come out of my own experience. It's something that's condensed from that or from that of my clients, right? There's a human behind the the wisdom that I share but it doesn't like I'm not special right I'm not special when I work with folks as a coach it's about me pulling out your gems right so that you can see them almost like pulling it out and then showing it back to you um so I want to encourage you if that's something that you want to do in 2023 if that's something that will make it easier then definitely go for it find a coach to help you pull that through but if not carve out that time set that date with yourself to just go through and go hunting right open the notebooks and the journals um that are not yet full see where you are you know spend time with the person you were in 2017 spend time with the person you were in 2002 spend time with the person you were last year even because we're always evolving and it's really important that we don't lose sight of that so I digress let's 
let's let's just just jump into the lessons learned. And of course, I'm going to give you what I think I meant in 2019 alongside what this means for me today as we record at the end of 2022, stepping into 2023. So the first thing I've noted is fast friends. This one has become really, really interesting um, this year. I learned more about the space of human design and myself as a manifesting generator, but also my strength as a connector that I've always known was there. And this year, I really just saw how that comes so naturally to me, but also how much I sometimes take it for granted. And there's an element uh, where we went on a a retreat, I guess, uh, ambitious weekender. Um, In November, we went to Liverpool. um, And by we, I mean, I organized it with a few of my uh, closest biz ultimately and I sat there and I looked around this room and there were five of us and I only one of them have I known for more than three four years everybody else we had met either slightly before or during the pandemic we'd met online we'd stayed close we were we'd spent this weekend really just opening up some of the most vulnerable parts of our lives to one another and just supporting each other deeply, listening deeply, challenging one another deeply. And it was just so amazing and beautiful to me that in the same breath, there are folks who were the closest to me, um, probably going back like 10 years. There are friends that I have made quite quickly in quite a synergistic way that are genuine friends, right? It's not like I've met you and you're in the acquaintance zone. We've actually met and through how we've met, we've we've just dove in deep and then we're working backwards to like <laughs> other stuff, right? So I think that's one thing when I think about that in 2019 and what that's meant in 2022, I think when I look ahead to Fast Friends in 2023, for me, it's about cultivating more of those relationships, really being present. I'm at the stage where a lot of the people in my life are going through life changes really understanding the power of empathy in these relationships and wanting to be quite intentional in my relationships and the time that I spend with people. I get so much energy from being around people. I get so much energy from watching people that I know would just absolutely hit off, get connected by me. Um, You know, having that weekend was an example of that because not everybody had met, but they knew they knew me. Same thing with my wedding, looking around the room and being like, oh, my goodness, you should have met that person years ago. You should have met that person years ago. Oh, my gosh, you found each other and having a great conversation. So really just leaning into my strength as a connector, not only to enrich my life, but those around me. And to that end, as we kind of sit to record, I'm I'm working up a little experiment of of just connection. that I'm going to do amongst friends, peers, my network to just help us stay even more connected. I think for everything that we go through, there's someone else who has gone through it. And my very first podcast, the Palm podcast, um, really exemplified that. That was the whole mission of it to remind you that you didn't, you don't go through things in vain. You don't go through things alone. Your experience of it might be unique, but we can all have that empathy for something that is challenging, for something that is heartbreaking, for something that is exhilarating, for something that is new, right? So that's an important thing. This episode is brought to you by Just Jazz Private Coaching, the six-month one-to-one experience for high achievers to carve their unique careers free from burnout, overwhelm, and underwhelm. With challenging and curious conversations, we get knee deep in all the things getting in the way of you having a hell yeah career instead of a career that feels meh. 
If this sounds great to you, book a call today at justjazz.co forward slash coaching, where we will map out the what and how of working together. Next thing on the list. (laughs) This one was interesting. Like I'm like the way that I speak to you all on these videos and these podcasts is the same way I speak to myself. (laughs) And the next bullet point is get your house in order. Now, I don't remember what I meant when I noted that down in 2019. Um, But for me, definitely, as I step into 2023, this is about a, a, a sort of cleansing, right? a sort of spring clean that I've actually been doing in my personal life as well, right? I've realized I've got way too many clothes and just things for the sake of things. But also in my business, understanding that actually if I were to do a few things excellently, my mission and impact would go further. I would feel more lit up. I'd feel lighter. There'd be more space for my creativity. There'd be more space for my humanity. There'd be more space for me to go a little bit deeper on a lot of the things that I support folks with and learn and do my own work in many ways. Um, And that requires for me to get my house in order. That requires for me to go through the documents and the decks and and the roller decks and the thoughts, right? And to pull it all together into a semblance of order, not only for myself and my own peace of mind and my own sort of clarity, but also so that I can get help. In my business, some of you may have communicated with my ops lead, Sophia. She is absolutely amazing, right? And she is an obsolete, so she can turn chaos into <laughs> she can turn chaos into peace and clarity and all of that stuff. But there is also another space, right? When I think about it in an anecdotal way, when you invite someone over to your house, you kind of tidy it up before they come, right? And there's that element where I think as I step into 2023, spending a lot of this downtime filing and sorting and categorizing and clarifying and and really asking why of many of the moving pieces within my coaching business, even going into my coaching containers. Um, Containers sounds like such a weird thing to say. In my coaching experiences, I prefer that language around it. Um, Understanding why does everything exist? Why is that question not there? Why is this the way that you book a session? Why is this the conversation that we have on that consultation? Um, you know, all of those things, just getting really curious and inquisitive and then sorting and categorizing and repainting the quote unquote rooms that need repainting ahead of the new year. So that's what that means for me now. The third thing, and this one makes me chuckle because this is something that really, really condensed for me the past three months, the past couple of months of this year. Now, stereotypical ambitious person, I start planning for 2023 when I feel like it. So I know a lot of people have done like vision planning, vision setting and stuff like that at the end of November or December and stuff like that. I've been vision planning since October in smaller ways and also in larger ways. Um, And ultimately the biggest thing that was coming through for me is that it's the mission and the message that count. And that's what I wrote in 2019. And what I'd realized uh, when I sat down and thought about my mission to empower 10,000 people to embrace ambition over five years, I realized that I had I kind of tucked that in there somewhere. Right. It's like when you introduce yourself to somebody, you go, hi, my name's Jazz um, and I'm a career coach. 
<laughs> right? It's like, huh? Sorry, what? It's kind of been that thing that's there, but it's barely audible. And when I think about everything that I do, the decisions that I make both internally and externally in the business, it's about that mission. And there were so many other areas that hadn't quite aligned. And by now, you will have known that I've now launched a membership called The Vault, which is the the secret weapon for high achievers. And this is an intimate space. It is a loosely held space, right? This is by no means to add any clutter to folks' lives. But it's really, really powerful space for us to um, really have community as very interesting high achieving people. Um, but also a place for me to teach, a place for me to coach, a place for me to work with a larger number of people. Again, like I said, in a way that is more loosely held, you kind of plug in where you want to plug in, whether that is the monthly group calls, whether that is the private podcast, listening to music, listening to essentially audio workshops to really advance your career and enhance your life and really help you create the career that you desire without the burnout, the overwhelm or the overwhelm. And that is my first execution of that in 2023, right? Putting the mission firsthand because the easiest question is, okay, you want to empower 10,000 people. Now, I would say in 2022, between my private clients, workshops, speaking engagements, podcast engagements, social media, those of you that have sat down to watch videos, I know that I have easily reached um, or touched the lives or the worlds or the phones (laughs) or the consciousness of at least 5,000 people. But those of you who've been around me for a long time, you know that I'm about the long-term impact, you know? So maybe you may... You may have listened to one podcast episode. You may have come to one workshop. But what is that? What is what you took from there doing for you three months on, six months on, a year on, right? Three years on. And that is the real mantle behind it. This is not a game of metrics. This is not a game of look at all these numbers and all of these humans. If there is nothing left behind, right? If there is no shift in your life, your perspective, or even just that week, right? That's what it's about for me. And that's what I believe that coaching is the tool for. Um, So really, as I go into 2023, that's going to be at the front. That's not going to be a whisper, right? That's not going to be an afterthought to the introduction. In fact, you may meet me through the mission first, um, because it is bigger than me. And that in turn will influence how I do certain things and how I show up. And that goes on to the next bullet point that I wrote in 2019. Now, I'm going to take a sip of tea before I do this, because if it gets cold, then I'm going to be upset. Lovely. Two healthy gulps of English breakfast and we're back in. Keep showing up. Now, in 2019, I definitely thought showing up was doing the absolute most on Instagram and going to all the events and things like that. It's not necessarily that. In 2023, for me, it's really going to be about me being present and and growing visibility of the work that I do, growing visibility of the clients that I work with, growing visibility of the impact, right, and showing up quite consistently. Because one of the things that I believe, and I say this to a lot of my clients who are entrepreneurial or who help people in some way, shape, or form, who show up as leaders in their space, is that someone's waiting for you. 
And there's an element where when things get chaotic, my house is not in order, right? I'm not taking care of my own health, my own um, well-being. I I retreat, right? And rightly so. But there's an element of how can I how can I make it easy for me to show up consistently? How can I make it easy for folks to know that I can help them? I'm there. How can I make it easy for folks to um, binge and inhale as much resource and as much content as they want to, right? And how can I be visible alongside this mission more consistently? And again, that can sound like, okay, Jazz is talking about growing her personal brand or growing her visibility. Yes, that's a part of it. But really the work underneath it is what the focus for 2023 is. What do I have to have in place? Which boundaries do I need to pop up in order for that to be possible, in order for that to be sustainable, in order for me to have my own definition of what that sustainability actually looks like. Um, And that's where the work sort of lands. I've never had a problem showing up, right? I'm not a shy person. Um, I'm not, in many ways, I'm not an overthinker, right? I tend to just, the idea drops and I just go with it. but again, it goes back to that well-being. It goes back to that foundation. In a lot of my workshops, I talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If I'm hungry, how can I show up? If I'm worried about money, how can I show up? If I'm worried about my friends, how can I show up? If I'm worried about my own well-being, if I'm exhausted, how do I show up? If I'm not filling my own cup, how do I show up? And, you know, as I go through these points, I do hope for this and all of the others, you're thinking about, you know, whether this this is a mirror to your own life. Is this a question that you should be asking? in yourself but ultimately that is a huge 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 thing the next thing that I wrote in 2019 seek the lessons I think 2019 I was such a voracious learner I was inhaling podcasts I think I had just gotten into my first group coaching program which was just amazing and just really having that space right I've always been coached but group coaching was something completely different from me because you got to kind of bounce off other people's ideas and like I said I'm a manifesting generator so that stuff is like oh yummy 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 for me right and so this one was seek the lessons so in 2019 it was really about there were a lot of painful lessons that I was going through in that year both personally and professionally um and it was really about turning those lemons into lemonade and what this now means for me going into 2023 is actually spending time with myself to condense the knowledge to condense the wisdom to create more coaching tools and resources that again I can leave behind in a way that gets to that mission of impacting people long term right that I share openly and freely but ultimately I have to seek that out and quite similar to the previous point it's not necessarily about me hunting through my archives per se it's about me prioritizing the time that it takes for me to create those things for me to see those things amongst the day-to-day amongst the client notes amongst the notes from my own therapy my own coaching my own reflective practice and really putting that through right this is also one of those things that I want to condense um, with my coaching supervisor um, as we go into 2023 really understanding how am I what are my perspectives as a coach and again those of you who are listening who are coaches the coaching session is not about me in any way shape or form but as this is a skill and this is a tool that transformed my own life it, I, it would be remiss of me not to share 
what I'm going through as I'm going through and what that could mean for somebody else. Again, right. Never missing the opportunity to hold that mirror up to somebody who isn't even a one to one client. Right. So these aren't things that are going to be held back. And a huge, a huge part of this journey, a huge incentive for this is to really, really mine for those lessons. So I can put as many of those in my upcoming book. Yes, I said it. We're going to talk about it later. Not later this episode, but later in life, a book is coming. Um, the next point, don't be afraid to create. Now, this one is so interesting to me, right? Um, somebody who know me personally, you know that my partner is a creative. He is a musician. Um, he is an artist. He is a poet. He is a writer, right? He's all of these things. And it's so interesting when I we were courting, which sounds really, really old fashioned, but I like the term, I don't care. Um, when we were courting, um, he's got so many creative friends, photography, videography, fashion, art curation, illustration, music, composition, like all of those things. And I just thought, oh, I'm not creative. Right. And it was so interesting. I went into this little cave, but the more and more that we continued, right, we we would write to each other and things like that. And just owning my creativity. I think that's one thing for me that has always made everything that I do really, really fun is that I do see myself as a creative. Yes, you've met me as a career coach, but I do things differently. I love to create experience. Experiences. I am <laughs> I'm actually involved in the visual representation of my brand I have a perspective on things I love color right I'm recording this if you're, if you're watching this you can see like the little tiny corner of um my little client beanbag <laughs> in the corner and it's like a mustard yellow and I've got a brightly colored I've got it's not hot pink it's pink keyboard okay I'm gonna hold it up for the benefit of those on the vid I love creative expression and I think that's one of the ways that I've been filling my cup this year and will continue to going forward so getting membership to places like the Tate going on those date days and just feeling those moments of wonder and um allowing myself to be blown away by the creativity of others and really taking that as an invitation to see what else is within me to bring forth in that type of creative expression and for me my creative expression has always been writing I've had the time of my life really building community with my email newsletter this year that's going to continue next year um there's going to be a sprinkling of live events the weekend that I explained that I had with some of my friends I'm going to be opening that up to essentially clients and the public um, to join us for that immersive weekend of working on our careers and not necessarily in them and crowdsourcing the wisdom and the connection and the enjoyment, right? Because this is not a chore. We're not going to be in like a windless, windowless room in the dungeon because I don't roll like that, right? It has to be somewhere that nourishes us creatively. And, you know, with this point being, don't be afraid to create. I think this message for me that I carry into 2023 is about not overthinking it, about understanding that that first draft sometimes is more than enough, especially when I think about my belief that somebody is waiting for this, somebody um, is ready to get value for this, somebody needs to hear this, somebody needs to feel um, 
feel this, right? Because coaching is an experience in that sense. Community and connection, which is at the forefront of everything I do, is an experience, but it's created, it's curated, it's intentional. Um, and that's that's a duty that I take seriously, but also a gift and a talent that I'm not going to be shy to put at the forefront of my coaching business in 2023 and my work with clients. The next one, entitled to reset. This one's been fun, especially as I I, I struggled holding full-time job business and wedding planning in my brain. Oh, on top of like being very committed to working to it with a PT and healthy eating, healthy living, all of that good fun stuff. It was a lot, okay? Um, so when I say entitled to reset, I think this part is really important. I think I've spent the last couple of weeks in the shadows really getting intentional and doing a little bit of lifestyle planning, which can sound like a very frivolous thing, but actually looking at things in terms of how I want to feel and hitting that reset button um, as I have this quote unquote identity shift of getting married. I'm still me, <laughs> by the way, don't ever get it twisted. Like I'm not I'm not ever not going to be me. But again, it's kind of like a new year. Getting married can become quite a strong punctuation mark where it's like, what do I see for our lives going forward? And what does that mean? And what do I want to hit reset on? Do I have to wait till spring? Do I have to wait until the end of the year to make some of these changes? And really just feeling empowered, right? It's something I say to my clients all the time. You are the boss of your life. You're the expert on you. So you know what you need. So go get it. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that entitlement, that sense of giving yourself permission to reset, to change, to pivot, to turn up the volume, to turn down the volume, to step into the shadows, whatever it may be. That's what that looks like in 2023. Um, and not being afraid to do that, not overthinking it, not doubting myself in that. The next thing speaks to what I said. Right. Can't do it all at once. That is the biggest lesson. Right. If you're listening and you identify as ambitious, I'm so sure this is one of your lessons that you learn year after year because you want to do all the things. You want to do all the shiny things. You want to do them all at once. And recognizing that I can't has been a very humbling fact, right? It felt like a concept at first, but then I learned it the hard way and I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. I can't juggle all of this stuff. Um, but the reality is I wouldn't want to when I think about the focus, right? This is actually something that happened at work. Um, I, I started to offer calls with some of our community members um, and somebody replied and go, you know, with a sad face saying, oh, there aren't Mondays. And I was just like, I have a bunch of internal meetings on, on a Monday, so I won't be my best. So that's why the availability is Tuesday to Thursday. And it was one of those things I felt 100% in my power to express because old jazz would have been like well I'm gonna fit in these slots here there and everywhere whereas current jazz is like no I can't have my brain over here there and everywhere we all know the fun facts about context switching and kind of what that does in terms of our productivity but also in terms of the brain capacity I am holding a lot as a default so anything that gets added on really needs to be worth it and moreover something needs to get pulled out even if it's just for that season and actually that's one thing that I took into my mind as I had sort of started to translate my 2023 strategy into ClickUp which is my project management tool um, and uh, I'll share a referral link for that below because why not I love it I told everybody about it anyway 
I translate it into ClickUp. And, you know, the gut feeling is everything's going to get done in January. And then I sat down and said, how exciting would it be to focus on three big milestones, big rocks each month and really carve out the space? And this reminds me of a coach that I had, Sophie Thorne. Um, I'll link her below as well. Um, she was actually my first group coach, um, as I referred to before, first program. Um, but I digress. Let me let me slide on back. I remember her saying, when you do your planning and you finish something earlier than you thought you did, or you check off things a lot earlier in the month, do not pull things forward. Enjoy the space that that provides, right? Enjoy that space. Do not, do not, as much as you're going to be tempted to, the productivity monkey on your back is going to be like, let's go, let's go, let's just hack into February stuff since I did January early. And she's like, you know, don't do that. And I just thought it's so amazing because, again, like I said, a lot of the work that I do, especially one to one, is really helping high achievers, high performers, ambitious folks, goal getters, however you want to describe yourself, um, to stop to smell the flowers. But we, we rob ourselves of that. When we try to do everything at once, we rob ourselves of that when we try to do everything in the first quarter, in the first month, in the first week of the month, in the first day of the, the, the week. Right. All of that sort of stuff. Savor things. Do not feel resentful of the fact that certain things take time and space and really open up that curiosity to understand what could happen if you did give yourself more space than you expected, as opposed to trying to um, under promise and over deliver to yourself in your own goals and your own life. So I can't do it all at once. And then the last one is just ask. I have so many excited, exciting things that are happening in 2023 off the basis of somebody just asking me something or me asking someone something. I think, and this is a weird thing because it's like as we get become adults or we get more mature or sophisticated in our business or in our network or whatever it is or we've got certain job titles we think we can't ask people for help we think we can't ask people to collaborate we think we can't ask people for coffee we think we can't ask for a mentor or to go on that course or that program and I want you to know that that's not the case 2023 has to be the year of us asking whether that's asking the curious question to get clarity or that's asking for the thing that we truly desire not the thing that sounds palpable and sits underneath it the actual genuine thing that we want the out of the box request that has been on our hearts and minds for the longest time and that is already transforming my outlook and what I have planned for the next couple of months and will continue for the rest of the year and and that ultimately was the last bullet point that I put in 2019 so I think that is in some ways my hybrid 2019 2022 review slash 2023 outlook um again in closing i want to encourage you all to really just see what you have in your closet blow the dust off of the book the cobweb off of the book and see what you have been learning continuously and consistently over these past few years and how this is going to serve you as we step into 2023 because i, I definitely think that you will be surprised to know what you'll find um and again if you feel a little bit I guess constipated is the word that I use <laughs> you feel a bit stuck with doing that reach out book a call because I can definitely help 
Um, this is definitely something that we can do in the coaching space. And I love to do it in the coaching space more, moreover. So the link for that will be below underneath to the side. However, you're digesting this audio or video, it will be there for you alongside the others that I've mentioned. Um, but again, want to wish you happy holidays. Um, take the time to take what you need in this season and I will see you in the new year where we will be sitting down with some of the most amazing and ambitious people really unpacking the what and the how of their careers so that we can learn from each other so that we can see that we're not alone on this journey and so that we can be inspired in our desires speak to you soon Don't forget to reach out with any gems you took away. My DMs and inbox are always open and waiting to hear. And if you liked this episode, you should probably join the crew. So sign up to the Monday Memo to get weekly messages that put you back at the center of your ambitious career. With passion-filled musings created to educate and inspire, you'll have everything you need to fuel your ambitious career this year. Go to justjazz.co forward slash join and I'll see you there.